Live Podcasts presents The Podcast with Lauren Palmer. Hi, you are listening to The Podcast, your best friend's podcast. My name is Lauren Palmer and I am the founder of the Dog Love South Africa Instagram account. Through this Instagram account, I have been exposed to a whole bunch of different stories, different people, different accounts that have brought to my awareness animals being abused, not just dogs, cats, any animal. And it's just been quite a close issue to my heart, which is why I'm very excited to be talking to my guest today on the podcast. We are going to be talking about the very exciting event, Night Walkies, which is coming up on the 29th of February. And to talk a little bit more about it, I have two very special guests with me, Rulof Jackson, the Chief Inspector of the Animal Anti-Cruelty League, and TJ Njozela, who is the Creative Director of Metropolitan Republic. Welcome, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you guys about this event. I'm, I've hosted Instagram meets for about three years now, but it's never been on the scale of what you guys are going to try and put together. So tell me a little bit more about what we can expect at the event. Okay, so Dotshow.coza Night Walkies is happening uh, 29th of Feb. It's on a leap day, yeah. right? Because it's leap year, so it makes it extra special. And it's it's an event where dog lovers and dog owners can come together in support of a really, really good cause, which is the Animal Anti-Cruelty League, right? What you can expect is a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Not just for humans, but for the pooches as well, right? There's going to be photo booths. There's going to be oh. live performance by Short Straw, which, I mean, we all know is yeah. one of the biggest indie rock bands You're gonna in the country. You're going to have people coming just for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. But we prefer them to be there to yes. support. But I mean, short straw doesn't hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's going to be health checks for the animals. Cool. Um, we can check their weight and check how they're growing and all that stuff. Dental checks, wow. etc. Um, there's going to be food, like food vendors, which is going to be really delicious yeah. also. For but humans not and just dogs? for humans, okay. also for dogs. Okay. <laughs> So um, it, it, it's actually going to be a really fun event where you can bring the whole family and have a good time spending time with um, animals that we all love. Yeah. What made you guys decide to do this? It was actually quite a ambitious thing to yeah. take on. Yeah, a tad. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Dot Shaw had done previously a event in aid of the Animal Anti-Cruelty League as well where they broke the Guinness World Record for the most number of dogs wearing bandanas. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> right? It was really, really sweet, right, <laughs> and cute. So now they wanted to do another thing as well, right, where we bring people together and make it a little bit more welcoming, a little yeah. bit more fun and more engaging. Um, so that's how Dutchshore.co's and Night Walkies was born, yeah. right? It was born from a real insight also. It wasn't just like something that we thought of on a whim yeah. also. And, and the real insight is that Nowadays, people work a lot more. There's yeah. a lot more stress. You get home late. So sometimes you don't really have the time to go out with your dog for a walk, yeah. you know, and maybe the area you live in isn't very safe to go for a walk at night. Yeah. So uh, we decided to, to start Dotshore.co's night walkies in order to create an environment where you can have fun with people in the community, people around in a safe, secure environment where you can walk your dog safely and have a lot of fun. And it's essentially a movement trying to create better spaces in our communities where we're yeah. able to walk our dogs without the stress and without yeah. the fear and doing something fun with them at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. I've even found with the Instagram meets that we've had, a lot of the people who come, 
you know, the whippets will find each other and the basset hounds will find each other. Yes. And then they have their own meats later on. <laughs> so if that's what it does, that's amazing. I mean, that's that's the whole point, yeah. right? Really, It's is bringing for people together. Bringing people together. And dogs don't actually get enough credit. I mean, biased, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so now tell me why Animal Anti-Cruelty League. Animal Anti-Cruelty League and, and Dutcher have been in partnership for a while, okay. right? And I, I think... What they do is is really, really important and yeah. really special because they've also been around for a long time, yeah. right? I think it's since 1956, if, if I'm Seriously? not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 64. Wow. Yeah. How long have you been there? I've been with the organization for 24 years now. Oh, wow. Casual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what, what got you involved? What's your passion? I'm basically always been into animals. So they've always been part of my life, my upbringing and so on. So um, when the opportunity arose to start doing something back for them after them giving to me, I thought that was the right opportunity. That's so very special. Always been there. Yeah. yeah. So what is the Animal Anti-Cruelty League mission? What do you do every day? What's your day-to-day? So the Animal Anti-Cruelty League is quite a diverse organization. So we, we've got a welfare hospital, for instance, where people that, that cannot afford high vet, private veterinary fees and so on can come to us for primary health care. Yeah. So we don't do the very elective surgeries and so on. So we, we'll vaccinate, we'll deworm, we'll make sure that your animal's growing healthy, advise you about proper pet ownership and so on, and then obviously convince you all inform you about sterilization yeah, yeah. Um, sterilization is obviously one of the big missions of welfare organizations mm. out there not necessarily just to curb the pet population but to, to curb the unnecessary animals yeah. that, that land up in situations where there's abuse or neglect and so on yeah. do you find that you get a lot of backlash when you're trying to suggest sterilization um, sterilization for a lot of people is not that difficult unfortunately it comes it plays into a lot of people's egos about yeah. having their dogs sterilized and so forth and mm. that's, that's going back to a sterilization typical male absolutely my, my dog is supposed to have testicles that yeah. kind of thing and so manhood or, or, or people that for one other reason don't seem to have access to YouTube that want their children to experience the beauty of nature by having a yeah. bunch of puppies born or a little yeah. of puppies or kittens born and so on and they, there's actually other ways to show your kids the, absolutely. the beauty of nature yeah. so yeah we, we unfortunately it's, it's an ongoing struggle and I think we're pretty far away from reaching what what yeah. Wealth is in, in South Africa would like to reach when, when it comes to pet populations and so. Do you feel hopeful at least? It's the small individual yeah. victories that, that make you feel good. When you when you work mm. in a specific area and when you start there and you see the, 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 the ignorance or the, the lack of education mm. um, or knowledge about mm. pet ownership and then six months or a year later when you move out of the area, the, the difference that you've made where people trust you and they will actually come and talk to you yeah. and say to you, listen, we've got a problem here and here. And so it builds a relationship within all, within the communities and that's what makes us hopeful. And it does snowball. There is a snowball effect. Yes. It does yeah, come into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found even with um, the last podcast that we released last week was about the black dog syndrome. And I mean, I have a black dog. So interestingly, the amount of people who came forward to me to say that they didn't realize it was a thing until they took their dog for a walk. So it's it's literally the education of understanding that like just because your dog's fur is black doesn't mean that they're going to be aggressive. And yeah. it's bizarre. I mean, the fact that people don't adopt them just because they got black fur and they think they're going to be it, it blows my mind. And it's yeah. all about education. Yeah. It's all about just informing and letting people know what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah, once people know what life expectancies of animals are, yeah. a five-year-old yeah. or a six-year-old dog is not old anymore. It's actually yeah. like just before its golden years. Yeah. So 
you, you can still have a lot of fun adopting an older dog and and it's potty trained. The other thing that I came across was a lot of people on the on the Instagram will message me and say, you know, they've seen someone selling a dog on the side of the road. What do you do? So do we report it to you? Do we how how do we as a community engage with you and get you know make a change? There's a difficulty around that that people need to understand. So a person selling property, and that is, that is what animals are classified in, in South Africa as, as property, is not illegal. Yeah. So you can't sell a person from selling property, puppies, kittens, yeah. whatever. Um, however, to do it at a robot is illegal, but it falls under the road authorities. Oh, wow. As a, as a welfare organization or similar welfare organizations that do, that do have magistral authority to work in areas, we don't have the right to just go and take the dog yeah. away and so forth unless we can prove that the animal is suffering at, that there is neglect that it needs food or water and yeah. doesn't have that then we can get involved from a welfare point of view but for me to or any person to just go in there and save the puppy by taking it is actually theft yeah because mm-hmm. um, you and, actually don't know you don't yeah. know if that puppy is being very well looked after yeah I mean you the, can't assume yeah. and, and, and I, I, I mean it's not a nice thing, but mm. all of us are trying to make a living. Yeah. Um, and, and unfortunately, not a good thing to say, yeah. but, but people do use animals to yeah. make a living, whether they're selling chickens on the side of the road, whether they're selling a puppy. At the end of the day, what is the difference between a chicken and a puppy? Yeah. Nothing. But people get more emotional about the puppy. It's the uh, domestication it's of it, yeah. yeah. So how, how do people help? Okay, so um, they, they can obviously report it to, to ourselves or to a similar welfare organization it's got to be an organization that do have law enforcement inspectors like an SBCA basically yeah Um, rescue organizations normally do not have inspectors so they cannot apply the law and so so they can inform us we can go out and have a look and make sure that the Mm. welfare of the animals is looked after is taken care of and so on from there on we can try and educate the person about about things and so on but to go in with with the attitude of I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to rescue it and so on. It's not doing anybody favors and so on. Because I would like to know where the person comes from. Is there a female that maybe we can sterilize? Yeah. Um, talk to them. They might about. not know that what they're doing is wrong. Like you say, it's property. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've never um, actually thought about it like this. And then yeah. obviously uh, to report it to the correct authorities like the JRA. Yeah. As far as I, I know, intersections fall directly under them. Okay. So if a person is selling something, it's the same as the guy selling the charger at the, at the robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually falls under the wow. nature police okay. to, to have a look at that. Okay. And yeah. with the, the Animal Anti-Cruelty League, can people come and volunteer? Donations? How can people get involved? Donations are always welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a big, expensive job that, yes. we, that we do. Yeah. And, so on. Yeah. and uh, gone are the years where you can rely on volunteers because yeah. most of us are working these days. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I don't come across the thing of a housewife sitting at home who's got five minutes to go and speak to play with puppies. No, no. We, we're all professionals in the sign at the end of the day. So volunteers are always great. They, they, they do what we can't do. They socialize. They brush. Yeah. They will take them for walks and so on. We, we, we do the basics. We look after them, make sure they're healthy, feed them, give yeah. them a bed to sleep, and make sure if they, if they are sick that they get to the vet and so on. But that, that little personal touch, that love, yeah, the time that, that comes from volunteers and so on. So it's always great to have mm. volunteers that interact with us, and, and we've we've got some nice volunteer programs going at this stage. We, we we've got a read foundation where people can come in and read to children 
sitting in our oh, cat tree, for beautiful. instance. So you've got cats walking all over you and so on. Um, I mean, that sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And, and we've actually got schools who've taken up the opportunity and they're coming through on a weekly basis yeah. and they are interacting with children from communities that they never would have interacted yeah. with yeah. because the area where we're situated is a poor area. Yeah. And a lot of the children do not have the opportunities that the northern suburbs yeah. would have, for instance. But I mean, so. even northern suburbs, you don't have 10 cats crawling, cuddling you. Yeah, <laughs> It's a peaceful time yeah. just sitting there, you're reading, sitting in the shade, sitting in yeah. a cat tree, and so on. And then we've also got our kennel guys, and so on, are very excited. They've actually started training some of our dogs, and so on. So they're teaching some of the dogs tricks, yeah. and so on. So we, we're trying to empower them as well to yeah. have a little bit more knowledge about what they are doing and what the importance of their jobs is and what a difference they make in the life of these animals, and so on. Because at the yeah. end of the day, it's not just about the vets or the inspectors, and so mm-hmm. forth. It's the guys that's down on the ground that's touching, that, that's yeah. That's feeding, that is cleaning and so on, that actually, in my mind, make more of a difference in the animal's life than, than what I would. Yeah. I maybe got it out of a bad, bad situation, but there's something else that, that's teaching this dog to trust, trust to love, yeah. to, to yeah. be part of a pack again and so that's a very, very important point, right? Because I think when people think about animal welfare organizations, right, they think about the standard basic things yeah. like the food, the yeah. shelter, a roof. The, yeah, yeah, right, the bed. But what is actually needed in order to make our country a place that that's great for animals is way more than that, mm-hmm. right? Like that definitely needs to happen. But then there's things like the socializing of animals. Yeah. There's things like investigation and yeah. prosecution of animal cruelty cases, yeah. right? And those things, like the example that you just made of someone selling an animal on the side of the road, right? It's not like you can just get there and take it and go. Yeah. But there, there has to be a proper investigation process, Absolutely. which costs money. And there are certain things like that that volunteers or volunteering cannot really help because yeah. it's something that needs to go the legal route. There's and a system in place. Yes, yeah. there's, a, there's a whole system and yeah. a process in and place. And people don't know that. That's that's why I needed to ask. Because yeah. I get asked on a weekly basis, like, what, what, what can we do when we see this? And yes, taking the puppy away, you think you're doing something, but it's it's in that moment, maybe, but, you know, it's just going to come back with another. So I, I needed to understand what the process of, of how it actually works. So that's like yeah. invaluable information. For, for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, um, taking care of our communities and educating our communities yeah. is everybody's responsibility. Number one. Yeah. yeah. So by just stopping and instead of being aggressive with the person who wants you to find, have a conversation maybe find out yeah is there a way i can help you yes i'll yeah give you a hundred grand for the puppy but i'm not buying the puppy from you i'm giving yeah. you money to go and buy bread have transport get your child to school that kind yeah. of thing and so on yeah uh, it's all yeah. our responsibility and end of the day just to take a big stick and beat people up and so on it's gonna do nothing yeah. it's counterproductive it, it, absolutely it creates a resentment yeah. at the end of the day and yeah. why is it why is an animal more important than my child? Yeah. You know, mm. That kind of thing. And the so. only ones that suffer are the animals at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But what are we hoping to raise? Where are we going to put this money? Happy, <laughs> happy conversations. <laughs> so, we're looking at getting at least 150,000 rand. Okay. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and all the profits are going to the AACL. Awesome. So, we just spoke about everything that yeah. they need and everything yeah. that they do. And it's very, very important and critical. That money is coming from people who love animals, yeah. right? People who come to the event. And the ticket is just 50 rand per dog, yeah. right? I mean, if you have a whole... <laughs> you have an entire litter, you have a whole it's okay. <laughs> litter of dogs, hey. 
Pick a Bring few. them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then make sure you have enough people around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, it's, it's just 50 rand per dog. Humans are free. Um, you just register your dog. You go to uh, nightwalkies.coza. There's a link there to buy a ticket. Um, you can go on to our Facebook page, which is .short.coza nightwalkies. Yeah. There's also on the Howler page, if you, if you search for it on howler.coza, you'll find it. It is for something that is really, really, really serious, but it is a very, very fun event yeah. because at the same time, while we understand the seriousness of the issue, right, and, and the serious, seriousness of taking care of animals in our country, we need to create an environment that makes it easy for people and fun for, pe- for people to help, yeah. right? And this event is is one of those things where people can can do some good while having some fun. Yeah. 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 Um, I think like one, even our, our slogan is, make a shelter dog's day while you make your dog's night. Yeah, it's like, Cute. oh, <laughs> it's really sweet. Yeah. But that's the essence of what we're trying to do, essentially, yeah. is helping animals while having fun. Yeah. yeah. And the, one of my previous guests used the perfect thing is why I love this event so much is people are tired of seeing everything on Facebook appeals of like, come and help us. It's that compassion fatigue, which is what Emma Bryan yeah. actually used. You want to help, but you need it to be in this like happy, constructive, community-based yes. environment. Like you say, you can't just keep bashing these things. And it, it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had, but in the right circumstances. And I think this event is going to be incredible. And hopefully there's going to be more. That's definitely in the okay, pipeline. So this is obviously the inaugural event. It's yes. the first one. Yeah. And and the reason why we chose Johannesburg mm-hmm. is because this is where most of, of our partners are based, right? Okay. And the ACL and everything. And also to make sure that we do a proper, proper... I mean, when we started planning it to where we are now, so much has shifted I'm and sure. changed. And so many like factors come to light that you so like... So many that... The you, stalls. Exactly. You have to be clever about your stalls. And everything. Like, for example, um, uh, I'll give you two quick examples, yeah. right? You know those big giant letters that uh, photo opportunities yes. that you stand in front yeah. of, take a picture, post it on Instagram, yes. right? So we're having one there. But... One thing that you need to consider now that you wouldn't have to consider in a normal event is that it has to be at the right height yeah. for your dog to be in the picture <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, you do. Right? Yeah. Another thing is... And you can't, like, Yeah, bend you can't, down you can't be out there crouching. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't even get the letter. There's things like, for example, the, the shoots. That yeah. you go through to get your 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 wristbands for for the event, right? Yeah. One thing that is a real problem is um, dogs looking at each other through a fence. Yeah. Right, because then they can get aggressive. And claustrophobic yes. spaces. So we had to make sure that there's enough space for the dogs yeah. to go through, but also that they can't see each other through the fence Clever. because then that's going to create a bit of a problem. So yeah. it's like all these little things that you never really think of when you're planning an event that yep. all of a sudden we have to really think about. Yeah. To make sure that first and foremost the animals are cool and then they, their owners and other pet lovers are also going to be fine in the space. And so. if the humans calm, chances yes. are the animal will be I mean with 100%. my dogs that's what's going to happen <laughs> If I'm panicking Moby's going to lose his shit <laughs> But what, what I so finally wanted to ask you guys is poop bags, water stations you mentioned there'll be food Yes. Do we need to be worrying about this sort of stuff? All of that stuff is included okay, cool. in that 50 rand. So um, when you get there, you get a registration pack. Yeah. It's got some goodies inside. It's got a, a poop bag. 
Yeah. Um, and then there's also a, a do-good bag, which is an additional price. If, okay. you, if you want to donate a bit more, you get a do-good bag, sort of like the VIP bag. Okay. But there's no real VIP. It's okay. just like you just get a few more things. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Which is like the water bottles and a dog oh, blanket beautiful. and cool stuff like that. Okay. So for what you get in that 50 Rand, besides the event itself and the little bag and what you get in the bag, it's actually a very, very small price. It Really is. Yeah, but what we've done is with with our partners that we're working with and everything is made sure that we keep all our costs as low as possible so that we can reach the target that yeah. we're trying to yeah. reach. But obviously, we can't do that by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we need people we need out the there. Yeah, yeah, we need the yeah. community to come and and support, right? And then that'll also help us going forward to do more events. Absolutely. You know, and I know like there's been a lot of people, especially in Cape Town, who are like, "When are you guys yeah. coming to Cape Town?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we'll definitely do it. Let's just make sure this one Absolutely. goes perfect we first. Right. So everybody in Cape Town who's listening, just buy a ticket anyway, just so that we come there. <laughs> <laughs> Show some love. Right. <laughs> right, guys. Well, I'm so excited. I'm really, really looking forward to to coming. A whole bunch of the Instagram people are coming too. Um, my family's coming. My brother's even said to That's me, can awesome. he take one dog so he doesn't look like the creep who doesn't have a dog? <laughs> so the people are coming, wanting to support it. And I think it's going to be such an incredible success. So thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Live Podcasts presents The Podcast <laughs> with Lauren Palmer. <laughs>